What's happening, everybody? Johnny Ruckus here with another Johnny Ruckus show. I'm going to do a uh, album listen-along here again, something that I haven't listened to a whole bunch in a long time. I just recently bought it on iTunes. It's actually the first MP3 I actually purchased, which is weird since MP3s have been a thing to purchase for like 20 years. I always buy the albums. I had the album back in the day. And then, you know, time, it probably got scratched to shit because I did listen to it a lot when I was in my younger days. But now a 40-year-old Johnny is going to return to this with maybe a new set of ears, and we'll see what happens. But this is the first Cold album in, uh, titled Cold, self-titled, if you will, released in 1997, 25 fucking years ago this thing came out. A lot of people don't don't know this uh, this album from them. They were different from what they progressed into, which is fine. But uh, let's see. I remember seeing them at Summerfest in 1997. I saw them open for Creed. Um, yeah, I don't give a shit. I still like Creed. I don't give a fuck. All right, judge me if you will. I don't care. But they opened for. Creed and Drain STH. I couldn't tell you one of their songs off off the top, but I remember them being good also. Um, I kind of didn't like Cold at first. I went with a friend of mine, Jason, and his family to Summerfest, and he really liked them, and I didn't really like them at first. They're okay, but then I bought the album, this album that we're going to talk about, and then I began to like them. So <laughs> like a month later, I was like, I thought you didn't like that band. I said, yeah, I didn't, but now I do. <laughs> so it took me a couple of uh, listens to get through it, you know, to enjoy it. But I remember uh, Scooter Ward having a cowboy hat on and he played an SG. And um, yeah, it was, you know, it was fun. Got out of the house, went and saw Creed, which they're, you know, getting big at that point they were already big but they they got giant after that they played arms wide open on that on that tour before it was recorded anyways we're not talking about creed today we're talking about cold saw an album that's 25 years old so without further ado let's uh let's get this going here this song is called go away Okay, super duper down tuned. I think they were in drop C. It could have been drop B. Um, not chuggy chuggy, but just thick. Um, as we get going on here, you're going to get like a lot of more rock songs because this is kind of at the beginning more of the new metal. So they got a little bit more new metal as they progressed as a band. But here they're just like down tuned and gritty. Uh, you get the new metal tropes here with a little bit of the echoey 
phasered out kind of lead, to, you know, lead tone in the verse here, but let's keep going. I think Ross Robinson did this album. Not positive, though. What's that lead? Highly affected vocals here. Super fuzzed out. Listen to that line underneath. Phaser, some other stuff. Great drum work right here. That's an awesome group. Interesting sounds going on here. Kind of sounds like there's an acoustic guitar underneath. Just the winding lines the entire song. Oh, that's cool. Super creepy.
<laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Go away. All right, what'd you think of that so far? It's definitely different from what you got from Cold, but I like it. It's uh, more rocky, not chuggy, but holy shit, that's, yeah, fuzzed out. Um, it has Ross Robinson written all over it. I don't know if that was who produced this album or not, but the tones are very Ross Robinson from that era. Uh, they didn't really have a real great idea of how to record guitars like that yet. Like the first Korn album sound, you know, the guitars sound horrible cause they're super low. Um, this might be, be, I'm not sure what tuning this was in, but Anyways, I'll stop ranting. This one is called Give. See, more of a rock song, rock progression here. Same idea with the guitar line here. Not quite as fuzzed out as the first song. Not very dynamic, but you can tell the difference in the parts for the most part. But it drives the entire way through. Good bass playing here. The guitars are so dense in the mix that like you can hardly hear the cymbals or anything <laughs> it's um it's interesting to you know this is 25 years ago uh it sounds good but it's a completely different mix from what you do today i can hear the hi-hat here but it's not so dense with the guitars now Rhythm guitar completely in the left side, and then the lead is kind of more in the middle. Yeah, the rhythm guitars are 
hard plan right left. And then the leads are a little bit more in the middle. the outro here again with the twisting guitar lines you know that's that's going to be a thing all the way through here it's neat yeah it's it's definitely neat there's a lot of guitar lines going on here in the uh, entire two songs so far the song is called ugly that's coming up next here One thing I'm noticing in my headphones right away is the guitar kind of sounds like there's almost like a, it's hard to, not that this is what it is, but this is what it sounds like to me in my, my ears. It sounds like there's like a blanket over it. Like it sounds, it doesn't sound as prominent and bright as maybe you'd think it should be. But then Scooter has these uh, like distortion on his vocals pretty much the entire time. So it's just an interesting uh, like production thing here. So we'll see if it progresses or if that's how it, where it stays. There's feeling that's left in my heart I've never done no wrong I don't deserve these bones Please burn off this sound when I'm gone And I sound like this Or else I'm glad to remain the world Or else I'm glad to remain here Listen to the listen to the vocal stuff that surround the rest of it. Like hard panned right and left instead of the guitar. It's like different vocal things and uh, just stuff being introduced into the mix. Yeah, that's all vocal stuff. Just... Uh, like affected to hell. Oh, there's some guitar now, fading in. What's the guitar and or the voice in the left? We got some drums coming in. Left. Why can't you know 
listen to that guitar. Uh, the lead guitar kind of sounds like a uh, like some sort of orchestra, like a woodwind kind, or not a woodwind, um, strings kind of thing. Uh, obviously, it's guitar, but it has a strings kind of adaptation to it. Very good bass performance here. Super noised out guitar. It's not really a solo, but a little break. It's all voice stuff on the hard left and hard right. Hard left voice. Just a different line. Quite a long outro here. All right. Yeah, and then there's some more time here. The guitars and stuff were not as dense, you know, as the beginning, but as the song progressed, they made the song more dense with all the vocal stuff. Uh, I kept saying hard right and hard left in the mix. And if you're listening to it on headphones, you can hear it from like, it's just all the way in your left uh, ear, all the way in your right ear. But instead of those being guitars, like the heart, the harder songs were so far, that was all vocal stuff. And then the lead guitar player that, uh, the lead player that was doing more stringy ish kind of stuff. That was a little bit more towards the middle. But all the density stuff was vo- voice, which is really, you almost thought that they were going to go, okay, it was going to be a little bit more um, forgiving. Nope. It was just dense in a different way. Very soft drums. The acoustic turned out to be, that's where it needed to be in the mix. And that's just where, it, you know, how I started, uh, how I described it when I started, where it sounded like there was a blanket. Well, he was playing softer there, but then as it, the song progressed, it picked up a little bit, but that's just where it needed to sit in the mix. So we found our answer to that. All right. This song is called Everyone Dies. Great bass tone. Good, good groove here. Twisting guitar line again. Break. 
That is a fuzz guitar. Really fuzzy. Faye's on the guitar and left. Sounds like it's straight in the right. There's a lead. There's a fuzz guitar. Ooh. Keeps the groove the entire time. All the weird shit going on around the bass and the drums. Musical change. Drums picked up a little bit in this part. Here's a different part. the end of the song as normal all right next song is called strip her down very bluesy already only it's super duper duper low <laughs>
sound interesting how he's got the crash really really hammering that crash they just do a little bit different mix so it's not ahead in the mix like it would be today if they did a different you know they didn't mic everything on the drums for this song you know you can hear the kick that sounds like it's probably replaced with something which is fine um but the rest of the kit seems like it was mic'd with you know a couple of overheads yeah it sounds very I hate to use the blanket thing again, but it sounds very muffled. But it fits how the song is put together, you know, so it's not out of place. It just sounds like there's a blanket on everything. Like, I bet they probably mic'd it with just a couple of mics, but then sounds like they compressed the shit out of it. That's my guess. These are just little nerd things that I don't know if you care about or not, but things that I hear. Yeah, just like the um, the kick was definitely mic'd by itself, and then everything else, because the the kick is more obviously it's more punchy because it's a kick drum, but it sound it sounds a little disconnected from the rest of the kit. I don't think that's a bad thing, but just what I notice. Fuzzed out guitar in the left speaker. Same drum treatment. Shut up, 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 shut up
picking up. Twisting guitar line again, all the way in the right. Lose the extended chords in the right or left. Twisting guitar right in the right. Could have probably used one of those fade outs that was not cool in this time. <laughs> A little long. Now we got the breakdown at the end here. See, now the kick drum here sounds like it's all in one kit, part of the kit, so I bet they took the replacement sound and just used the straight whatever they had. Definitely just use this straight up drum set here. Okay, this song's called Insane. I think this is the first recorded song I heard. I think so. This was on a compilation. songs like this from time to time and I can never do it. Picked up now. Lots of voice stuff. In this song that they have the lead in the left speaker now, and then the rhythm in the right, it's been the other way around pretty much the entire album so far. So I don't know if that is, I'm kind of getting under the impression that Scooter's guitar is in the left, and the lead guitar player, which the name escapes me, is in the right. So it's either they decided to switch it for this song or Scooter is actually playing the lead in this part. 
funny. I didn't realize this was fuzzed out guitar back then because I wasn't into fuzz at all. But now that I'm getting into fuzz, I'm noticing in all these songs that I used to really like. So these songs, these uh, guitars are just fuzzed out to hell. And you're probably listening to that going, yeah, yeah, they are. But I never noticed that for some reason. Anyway, sorry. lead line is so awesome it's just there for support because the the mix is so dense there's sing there's arpeggiated lines here This is kind of the first solo-y guitar line of this entire album so far. Still so dense. All these bass lines, the, if there was fuzz on the bass, it would sound awesome, but the mix is so dense that it would just mush everything up, even more than it already is. backing vocals that uh, mirror the guitar, not here, but earlier in the chorus part. Right here. Arpeggiated guitar. It's an amazing bass line here. It's hard to hear though. Because the guitars are so dense. Great groove. Super simple but super tight.
drawn out outro like they have in almost every song and that was popular in this time all right next song is called goodbye cruel world that is confidence inspiring and very very positive up tempo already super fuzzed out but this is the this is the most up tempo this album has been so far this would be kicking off the uh, side beat How many times you hear uh, this tempo with something this fuzzed and darked out? Dark, fuzzed and darked out? Yeah, I'll go with it. It's uh, not often. So here we go. melodic lead here first time we've heard this on the album backing vocals just sprinkled in there. Oh, this is different. Small break. That was tight. Interesting that 
a song called Goodbye Cruel World is the most up-tempo song. That might be the most up-tempo song in the entire album, but at least up to this point for sure. Just uh, quite interesting. But, you know, we keep it uh, positive and uplifting by going to a song called Serial Killer. More fuzz, direct in the left. Neat, neat line. Oh, shit. Oh, that sounds so good. That's awesome. I forgot about this. What's that groove? The bass and drums are so tight. Vibe of this song. This this speaks to there's something in me that loves songs like this. Just makes me uh, it gives me a vibe. I can't really describe it. Songs like this really speak to me. Noisy, noisy, fuzzed out guitar on the right really abrupt and weird. I don't know exactly what's going on there. Kind of following what's happening. guitar line in their left. Vocals here. Just padding. Vocals just peeking out through. 
There's interesting stuff happening here. Wow. There was some really cool shit happening at the end there. I'm going to go. Let's go back here. I want to listen to that again. Yeah, there's interesting stuff going in the guitar on the left. That's cool. It's so dense, it's kind of hard to pick out unless you really listen to it on headphones or something like that, but that was really neat. All right, the song is called Superstar. Oh, listen to that. There's some bass fuzz right there. Bet that's a Mutron. Is that what that was? The electric harmonics Mutron? I bet that's what it is. I could be wrong. Yeah, that has to be what that is. Listen to that. Yeah, that's a Mutron. It's acoustic with barely any drums, but it's still dense as hell. I wonder if they sent the vocals through effects pedals. I bet they did, because there's a ton of different sounds, and those sound like guitar sounds, but they're vocals. And obviously there's guitar sounds in here too, but yeah, I bet that's what they did. What an interesting song. Tom's hard in the right speaker. Oh. Like misses the first one on purpose. Now they're combining all these parts. There's a lot of interesting sounds happening here right now. What is that? It's hard to tell what the bass is doing, but it's like... Ooh, ooh. 
you feel it more than you hear it. There's some real interesting stuff happening here. Interesting production stuff. This album's 25 years old and I haven't listened to it fully in a long time and I didn't notice a lot of these things here. It's really interesting, isn't it? Fuzz bass. Lots of interesting production choices here. Interesting production stuff there. Yeah, it's really strange when you listen to it with like kind of new ears. How many things you didn't know were happening. The uh, out of all the times that you listen to something, you listen to it again and it's it's completely different. Not completely different in the songs, but just as far as the production stuff. All these things that I wouldn't have noticed or I didn't notice when I was younger. Now that I've been doing more studio stuff, quote unquote, whatever you want to call it, production stuff. You notice all these things. It's very interesting. The mix continues to be dense, but in different ways. Not just fuzzy guitar, but all the bass stuff, the vocal stuff. All these things that you notice just by putting on a pair of headphones and kind of listening with different ears. Very cool. Very cool. All right. This song is called The Switch. This is song number 10 on the album. That's a good tone right there. Chorus. Cleanish guitar. Here we go. Another song that feels different. The guitar leads are the same, but this doesn't have the same density. In the same way, yeah. Listen to that lead. Phaser on the guitar on the left. Regular distortion, not fuzz. More room for the cymbals here. Oh, great part. There's leads on both sides, left and right. Yeah, 
man, that's good. There's leads happening on both sides, left and right. Interesting. Voice right up the middle. Now the leads in the left. Interesting. Now it's in the right again. The lead. Now it's back over to the left. There's two now. Oh, wow. That sounds like acoustic in the left with the chorus on it. What's the vocal here? that song is called the switch because that is a complete switch from what has happened in the previous nine songs before that very interesting yeah the production techniques are really cool here huh I, I, I'm, I'm really surprised by that I feel dumb too for some reason but alright this is uh, the last song it's called makes her sick Oh shit, listen to that. The groove here, toms, bass. This gives me a little bit of a Milk It by Nirvana feel for some odd reason. Just the just the vibe of it gives me that sort of feeling. I might be the only one. That's okay. Super fuzzed out in the right speaker. It's like a wah lead in the left. Now the lead's in the left. Big symbols. 
Oh yeah. Only song we've heard that has the reverse boom chick that's uh, drums here. Listen to that sound in the left. Wah. It's coming up. Coming back. Yep. Makes me want to get a WAPO. Can't believe I don't fucking own one. Yeah, I'm buying one. <laughs> Thanks, cold 25 years ago. All the dimensions. Now it sounds like a synth. That's wide phaser. Probably a little bit of delay. Man. Oh, listen to that. Oh, that is good. Listen to the tone left. Oh, that is good. Jeez. All the things I never noticed. And I've been listening to this album for the better part of the 25 years it's been out. Like, since 1997. And all the things I didn't notice. It's really surprising to me. I think I like the second half more than the first. Just because there's more diversity in the second half. But songs like "Go Away," I you know you really I really enjoy, um, "Insane in Its Own Way," "Everyone Dies," um, you know I I like all of them. 
stripper down maybe a little long. You know, that's over six minutes long, but that's not a big deal. But the second half, Goodbye Crew World, Serial Killer Superstar, The Switch makes her sick. There's a lot of diversity there. And not just straight up density to the mix like the first half. So it's like almost the tale of two records. But when you'd put that together, if you were putting that on a on a uh, on an actual record, side A and side B, that's kind of what you do. That's why song seven, "Goodbye Cruel World," is like uh, an up tempo, not broody song. That makes complete sense if you put this thing out on vinyl. And I don't actually know if this ever came out on vinyl. I doubt it. I should probably look because I bet it'd be cool. But the density of the whole first half would be tricky to put down on vinyl because you have to mix that different. But it definitely has that feel. First six songs. But, you know, by the song lengths you'd probably be it would probably be difficult to cut it exactly where they did it but that's how it feels to me side a and side b of a record of vinyl side b is completely different than side a in a lot of ways but yet still is dense and it still sounds like them that's very interesting i wonder if they meant to do it that way or if it just turned out that way they had to have meant to do it that way yeah, lots of very interesting production things here. Never noticed until now. Thanks for going along with this journey um, to figure all that out. That's really cool. I hope you're. I hope you're intrigued like I am with this, because I'm very interested. If this is the first time you've ever heard this album, then you're not getting a lot of these things that I missed because I'm pointing them out, but I could be missing more things for sure, but it blows my mind. It's really cool. This is fun. This is a lot of fun for me. All right. I hope you enjoyed listening to cold's first album from 1997. Thank you for listening on whichever podcast app you are. Please hop on Facebook and Instagram at the Johnny Ruckus Show. Otherwise, Twitter's the Johnny Ruckus. You can find all the merch links and YouTube link and all that happy stuff at soldout.tv slash Johnny Ruckus. That's S-O-U-L-E-D-O-U-T dot TV slash Johnny Ruckus, I'm Johnny Ruckus, and I'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye now. Let's just go.